We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, USU, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hi, Brunchables. Welcome to another episode of Brunch Talk by the Dateable Podcast. We are back for another episode and we are back COVID free. So you don't have to worry about us coughing on you during this episode. If you've heard us coughing before. <laughs> we can go to brunch. We can go to yes. brunch officially. We, do we not are allowed. We are allowed. I feel allowed. like I'm definitely still a little congested, but yeah. COVID free. So that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm just like cannot speak for more than five minutes at a time without 
like trying to get something out of my system. So yeah, yeah. but it's, it's much better. It's much better than before. And we can definitely socially hang out with people now. Yeah, I'm actually headed to brunch in a couple of hours. Yay. Yeah, one o'clock PST. So this has been out for a couple hours. Um, I know a few weeks ago, I'm like, oh, yeah, brunch is early. And you're like, when have you ever eaten brunch early? And this is nobody, I guess, proof that I didn't. But I got this reservation for my mom originally, because she was supposed to be in town. Mm-hmm. But she moved her trip because of me getting COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, makes sense. Where are you going? Uh, foreign Cinema, which is like oh, a good brunch reservation. So I hit up some other friends to see if they wanted to go. So that's awesome. The brunch reservation will be in use regardless. <laughs> good, good. Especially for foreign cinemas, it's hard to get a reservation there. Um, I'm going to brunch at my friend Jamie's house. You know, Jamie, Julie. Nice. And she is making me some French toast but she has CBD infused boba tea, which I've never even heard of. Interesting. I can't wait to try it. And I'll let you know if I'm too high to talk after. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the new bottomless mimosas. (laughs) Yeah, CBD drinks. I actually hasn't, I haven't had an alcoholic drink in two weeks, right? And well, because of COVID, but I haven't been craving it at all. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) Neither have I. (laughs) And that's the end of that conversation. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, nothing to say there. <laughs> but anyways, we got some good ones. So we'll, we, without yes. further ado, we'll just get into it because this is a good brunch talk for sure. Yes. Here's the question. Okay, everybody drink whatever you're drinking right now before I tell you the question. Um, <laughs> all right, drink up. The question is, help. I've been digmatized by someone who is not good for me. How do I get out? <laughs> provide a little more context we got a submission in and i've heard this before in other formats too but i'm in a situation ship it's nearing a year i know this person is not right for me i know that we do not want the same things therefore i know i should end this relationship but the sex is so good that i get pulled in basically every time they come back and i don't have a ton of other prospects right now my brain is telling me to leave but my libido is telling me to stay oh (laughs) the curse of the dick uh that (laughs) dickmatization is real y'all have you experienced this before julie oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah i think we all have and you're like this is not a good situation yet and you try to justify it right but you're like but i'm just i'm also enjoying this right i'm also benefiting from this Yeah. yeah it's not a big deal and i'll just i'll just keep this going until i i find someone who's right for me well no that dick is exactly what's stopping you from finding the right person a hundred percent we gotta bring it back to the ultimatum because <laughs> the show is just too much to take. But how stigmatized was Mallory? Was that Marilyn? Mar- Mallory? What was her name? The one that actually ended up getting engaged to Colby? Oh, Madeline. Mallory? Madeline. Madeline. <laughs> there were too many people on that cast that I could not keep them straight. But Madeline was this one girl that I swear she rolled her eyes every time he spoke. She hated him. The enti- <laughs> hated him. And I'm like, why is she even here? But then you'd get her talking about their sex life. Yes. And she, she's been digmatized. That's exactly why she's still here. And the one thing she didn't like about her, like, trial marriage partner, Randall, was that he wasn't sexual enough. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. The dick can do wonders if you find the right dick. But here's the thing. <laughs> 
Just because you find one good dick doesn't mean that there aren't other better dicks out there. The problem with you being digmatized, so it's hard to say that word. The problem (laughs) with you being digmatized is that you think there's no better dick. So you want to stick with this one because you think it's like so rare to find such a good dick. But imagine a world where you can be digmatized with someone who actually wants to be with you. What a concept. What an amazing dick that would be instead of this current dick who's an actual dick who is not giving you what you want other than just serving you dick to trying to string you along. This dick needs to go to make room for a much bigger, better dick. I was going to say, how many times can you say dick in one <laughs> Did I break a world record? I don't know. I lost track of how many times you said it because you said it so many times. I need a trophy. Yeah. You definitely need to be a Guinness Book World Records. Do you think they have one for that? We can always start one. Just start a yeah. category. We will win that one. But I agree. It's it's so hard because, yes, sex is important in a relationship. We're not going to say it's not. But it also is not the only thing. And I think sometimes when it is the only thing in the current relationship, that's when there's even an extra emphasis on it of how important it is. Sometimes you just got to cut the cord. Like, I feel like, you know, this person that wrote in knows this isn't a good situation. They know that the only reason they're holding on is because the sex is really good. So that's not going to change. Like, it's six months and a year. It's going to be the exact same situation. So, of course, you're not going to leave voluntarily if that's how you're justifying it. It needs to be a reflection of what is it that I really want in a partnership. And of course, maybe from this experience, really good sex is something. Yeah. But yeah, like I think the more you like justify staying here, like nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. I can guarantee you. So what are some of the actionable next steps for you to take? Because for anybody asking this question, you know that this is not a situation you should be in. You know it's it's not good for you, but for some reason you can't get out. So here are some ways to get out. One is, how would you treat this person differently if you knew that they were serving dick to other people? And I'm only saying this because the men who are very good at serving dick are not just serving dick yeah. to you. They're serving dick to whoever they can get because they know they're good at this thing, right? So if you knew that this person, because they're not committing to you, how do you know they're not sleeping around with other people? How would you feel and how would you treat the situation differently if you knew that fact? Because I can almost tell, guarantee you it's a fact. The second thing to think about is next time you interact with this person, if you truly want to get out of this situation is to not meet up with them in a private environment. Don't go to their house. Don't have them come over to your house. Meet in public and see them for who they are. Because a lot of times, the people who are very good in bed will hide between their dick, behind their dick, not between their dick. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one dick. You can't can't hide between a dick. Multiple (laughs) ones. Maybe that's why they're digmatizing you so much. Five dicks. Five dicks slapping you dizzy. You're like, oh my god, I'm digmatized. You're like, wait, where are all these dicks coming from? Hey, I mean, you might not be able to find someone else like that. <laughs> if you find a guy who can bukkake you just with one dick, then don't let him go. <laughs> That's just talent. <laughs> That's just fucking talent right there. <laughs> it does remind me of the Sex of the City episode, though. Remember Carrie had that fuck, bu- fuck buddy that like the sex was really good. Yes. So she's like, why am I not trying to 
date yeah. this person. And then they went out on a date to a sushi restaurant. He said, Saki to me. Yeah. <laughs> she was mortified. She's like, and no. she looked at him and she was like, I have no attraction to you. So I agree with you. Like maybe, maybe the way to get over this and see this person for who they are is putting them in settings where you know that you like they're not gonna meet your standards. Like yes. if it's always in the bedroom, of course it's gonna meet your standards. Yes, always, always. And then the last thing I would say about getting out of this situation is to look inward. Sometimes we get digmatized when we are in places in our lives where we're feeling low self-esteem, where we're needing validation, where we're feeling lonely. So this dick may not be more special than the other ones. It's just fulfilling a need or catching you at a time of weakness. So rather than dealing with the external dick, deal with the internal turmoil, what's going on inside so you can feel more confident with what you're going through and who you are versus looking for validation from a piece of flesh. That was so deep, (laughs) literally and figuratively. I think the other thing that I would add is it's so easy to think this is better than nothing. Mm, I've been in that trap before. I've definitely stayed in a bad (sighs) situation where, you know, I think part of it was because the sex was good too. Like I stayed in this bad situation for almost two fucking years, which is crazy. I wish I could get that time back. But what used to cross my mind was like, this is here and it's good. And, you know, like what else is out there? I don't know. It's unknown. Maybe there's a period where I have no one. Yeah. And personally, the way that I got out of those traps of falling for people that like weren't good for me and weren't giving me the whole package relationship wise, like they were a situationship or friends with benefits or someone that was not returning the feelings essentially Mm -hmm. and giving a reciprocal relationship was by taking time alone and look your vibrator can be your best friend it's (laughs) not that you have no one you know and maybe you know taking that time off like if you do go from this really great sex situation to someone else you'll start to compare it but maybe taking that time off and being with yourself more yeah (laughs) again literally and figuratively by yourself that will help you unravel this stigmatized situation chip you're in master date and masturbate A double whammy. Do it both. The best way to ma- master date is to masturbate. <laughs> that should be a bumper sticker. It should be. A, yes, I would put that all over my car when I'm not driving it on the road. <laughs> Can you imagine driving? The best with that? way to master date is to masturbate. How many honks you would get on the road? People high fiving, like air high fiving you. People, you're know, jerking off in the air. <laughs> It's like, maybe it should be a t-shirt, but then it's like across your boob. Is that better or worse? I don't know. Julie, if you're not worse. anywhere public, okay? <laughs> Sorry, all. That will not be in the merch store. We're doing you a favor by not creating but this. But we will create a meme. <laughs> we will create a meme of it because then you can just have in your phone and laugh at it. But in all seriousness, I think what that kind of behavior also shows that it's a very avoidant behavior. When you allow someone to digmatize you, you 
you're avoiding the true feelings that need to be addressed or the true issues that need to be addressed. I remember I was digmatized when I was cheating on my boyfriend. We had been together Mm. for five years. I wanted to get out of the relationship. I didn't know how. We were living together. He went away for business work, trip, whatever. And I started sleeping with this guy. I thought he had the best dick in the world when ultimately (sighs) he was just the dick that helped me get out of this relationship and also to kind of meet me when when I was lonely or when I was feeling like I was lacking validation in my own relationship. But looking back, I would never do that again. But that's had nothing to do with that dick. It was just where right. I was in my life. Well, I think, you know, there's a saying, right, that like the best sex of your life is usually not like the people you end up with in long-term relationships. Yeah. yeah. And I think some of it, I mean, I don't know if I believe that 100%. I think depends on how you define sex, right? Like if yeah. it's based on the intimacy, then I don't don't think that's true. But I think some of it is because of the adventure that comes with the unpredictability, the not knowing when it's going to happen or what's going to happen. And you have to ask yourself, like, is that actually what I'm looking for long term? Mm -hmm. It can be exciting, but exciting doesn't always mean that's good for you, essentially. Yes. Well, the reason why sometimes the temporary sex can seem so good is because it's that kind of sex is only good in spurts. Yeah. Like imagine I've had people tell me like, oh my God, that was the best sex of my life. It was so rough and like, you know, grabbed my hair and threw me down on the bed. Can you imagine having that kind of sex <laughs> long term? Yeah. Like every day when you're in a long term relationship, when you're like 80 years old, it's just not for the long term. But I understand why a one off sex like that would make you think that was like the best sex of your life. Yeah, so maybe some of it's just redefining what good sex is to you, mm, too. Yes, yes. I love that. So do you think men get vaginatized? Vaginatized, <laughs> P- that is. I don't know. Gay men could get digmatized also. But v- do you think pussy-tized? Is that like... Pussy-tized. Like, <laughs> pussy-tized. Like, do you think that's like there is the comparable feeling? Because I've never heard a guys say that before where I've definitely heard multiple friends use the term digmatized. Do you think it has to do with the anatomy? You know, like a dick is something that goes in you. So you can't really, like it's out of your control what kind of dick that is. But a vagina is a whole, so I don't know. I think that, you know, I think it can be the reverse too, that someone gets hung up on someone that they think, that they know isn't good for them long term. Yes. Because it's sex and because it's good sex. So I think that follows suit. But I do agree with you maybe that the term isn't as, first of all, just doesn't roll off the tongue the way (laughs) digmatized does. That's number one. But I think number two, it's like what you're saying is like it's the way it's, the insertion is opposite essentially. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit out of your control um, on the receiving end. Yeah. I do think, though, this whole notion of feeling like this is the only person out there. I'm never going to get this Mm. again. That's all coming from a scarcity mindset. Yeah. And it's really easy to fall in that trap, especially if it's different than something you've experienced before. You know, a lot of people, this isn't everyone, but sometimes like friends that I know have said, I'm holding 
holding on to this because the sex is so good. I know when I was in that place too, it was because I didn't have it as much before or it wasn't as good. It was something that was lacking maybe in the relationship. So you're almost like overcorrecting mm-hmm. and you found this overcorrection. So I think sometimes it is okay to overcorrect and it lets you get back to equilibrium eventually. So there's no shame in feeling like you've overstayed a relationship because you've de- been dickmatized. Mm-hmm. It is recognizing, though, when it's time to end it, to get to what you really want, especially if you feel like you're not tr- being treated well or you know deep down that this is holding you back. Mm-hmm. Those are definite reasons to move forward. Maybe the next person won't be as exciting in the bedroom, but they'll have other qualities that make it more exciting overall. Yeah, I think the excitement in all of that is when you find someone who's willing to be in a relationship with you and wants to work on a relationship with you, they can also work on being really good in bed with you. It's a joint effort. When you've been digmatized by someone that you're not dating, I just call that pure luck. It just so happens (laughs) that your anatomy works, everything fits, and he knows all the right things to do to you and et cetera. But you could have that an unaccidental good sex life too with someone that you work on it you know with so the tricky thing about being digmatized and saying like this is the best sex I've had is also because you only know what you know maybe you've been having really bad sex for the last few years maybe you were really bad in bed for the last few years and it just so happens that when we get older you're you're just going to get better at sex so you're going to meet other people who are better at sex too it could just be timing do you ever have flashbacks to old sex because Personally, for me, okay, I'm curious to hear yours, (laughs) but for me, I actually don't. And I think, like, in the moment, I think, like, oh my God, this is like, how could it get better than this? I'm going to remember this forever. Mm. And I can't recall like experiences anymore. Like, I recall vaguely, obviously, being with the person, but none of the details at all. So, what feels like it's like the be all end all in the moment. I found, at least from my experience, that fast forward five years later, it's like a blip in my memory. Oh, that's a... Yes. No, I'm in the same boat because I think the sex I remember were the anomalies, (laughs) like a really pointy penis or um, (laughs) a really fat dick. Like I I can recall all of that. It wasn't like, oh my God, this is the best sex of my life. But the sexual moments I do remember are, I recall from movies and from shows I've seen because I'm like, that's a really hot sex scene but that was not a reflection of my personal life right so you will get over this basically yes yes that is kind of the lesson (laughs) that's the point here is that while in the moment it feels like this will never there'll never be anything this great there will be something that just replaces it in a different way it might not be Mm -hmm. exactly the same but also at the same time you have recognized this isn't the relationship you want so it's Mm -hmm. good that it's not the exact same in the same ways Yeah, it's so true. And have to remember that the emotional connection to sex too, it's not just about the dick, it's the how you feel during sex with this person. And kind of think back around that is like, oh, last time we had sex, he made me feel this way. And that's kind of what you're trying to replicate. It's not so much the sex itself is how this person made you feel too. Yeah, I I know for me, a big part of it is just the closeness of it. Mm. And, you know, post-sex, just cuddling and being with this person and usually the one night stands are the people that aren't fully in with you yeah that just isn't as much of that's not like the main event is not that basically yeah that's the emotional shit right yeah 
It's it's hard. This is a hard situation. And we can totally understand what you're going through. But just know that there's better out there. There, Like, it's not even there could be. There definitely fucking is better out there. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I would tell this person to remember is that you are getting taken for this present bias that because this is what's happening current day, you think this is like the, the best that's going to ever happen. Yeah. But you just don't know what's out there. So no. it's hard to see future you because it almost feels like a different person. But it's so important to keep your eye on the prize and remember the big picture of all that you're looking for in a partnership. And remember that you'll have other experiences in life that may be as good or better than this experience collectively. Yes. And in the meantime, master date, master bait to master date. What was it again? What was our tagline? <laughs> we forget already. It was <laughs> the, best master, way to, the best way to master date is to masturbate. That's there we go. Was. Okay, the best way to master date <laughs> is to masturbate. There you go. Okay. Yeah. In the meantime, that's your motto. Yep. And be happy of the skills you've learned from this experience. Yes. If we're gonna take something away from this, at least you've become a more confident partner in the bedroom and hopefully outside of the bedroom too. Precisely. Okay. Okay. Well, this was a steamy brunch talk. We like them steamy. <laughs> Keep it coming. Make sure you're talking about being dickmatized on your next brunch. And if someone yeah. doesn't know the term, you got to drop that knowledge for that because it will bring a smile to your face no matter what. Share with them this episode. You know, if you have a friend who's yeah. being dickmatized, just drop this in their text and don't you have to say anything else. Just that's it. Yeah. We'll speak for you. And if you missed last week's episode, we also did a sex-related topic, very different. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. about erectile dysfunction, so very different, but, you know, same realm of sex talk. So, you know, go back and re-listen or check it out if you missed that one. Perfect. All right, we're going to wrap up this brunch talk with a dateable podcast. We thank you for all the questions you're sending in. You can send in all of your questions by emailing us at hello at datablepodcast.com or DM us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast. We're very easy to find and we read all of the DMs and emails that come in. All right. Keep them coming. Don't stay digmatized. We'll be the opposite of stay dateable this week. Don't stay digmatized and we'll see you next week. Bye. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Podcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag stay dateable and trust us, we look at all of those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. 